Hello and welcome to The Ball Bags, a weekly podcast breaking down all the news from the United Rugby Championship, the NFL, the English Premier League, the NBA and the wide world of sport. Hello and thanks very much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Ball Bags podcast, episode 2.17, just three more to go till the end of the series. Delighted that we're back to having a full house, so I'm delighted by the bottom feeder, Atlee, how are you mate? I'm so today in the old NBA jersey, a bit of a tan, honorary. And thankfully it's not a, it's not a video podcast. Uh, and the coach, how are you mate? Good, yeah. Um, okay, so a lot to get through this week. Um, we'll have a bit of NBA action from the bottom feeder Atlee. We'll have the coaches rise and fallers, and I'm going to do a bit of um, kind of just general opinion as to whether we think things right now in the media are the victim of recency or if there's genuine genuine point behind the concern. Um, kick us off, gents. Player of the week in partnership with the Athletic. Just click the link in the podcast description for a month's free trial of the Athletic Best Sports Writers in the Game. So, Coach, do you want to go first? Who's your player of the week and why? Uh, I've done this before, as you know, my name is The Coach. Um, and I have a love and a grow for tactics and coaches and philosophy. Um, but yeah, yesterday was something incredible. So basically, look... My player of the week is a coach of the week, I suppose, um, Joey Barton. Um, liked by some, hated by all, I think. Uh, but Joey obviously is the manager at Bristol Rovers these days, and they needed to win their game by five more goals than Northampton won to get promoted. So Northampton went 1-3-1, one, one, so they needed seven a 7-0 seven win, and Joey Barton's men went and did it. So uh, congratulations, Joey, if you're listening. I know... Um, you know, I know you, you tune in every now and again but uh, I just think to pull something off like that is incredible incredible and riddle me this if yes. I may because I obviously seen that the, it went through the whatsapp group or whatever but were those kickoffs at the same time actually that's a great question judging by the times I said into the various whatsapp groups um, I'm going to say yes but so it was on the fly as well on the fly, yeah. But that's a good question that I'll have to look into, Sasquatch. Oh, they didn't even know they needed seven. They just went out and hopped them by seven. Oh, that's unreal. That's so much better. Or, or like, was new was news filtering? Apologies, they were they, they were they were all at the same time kickoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So news was filtering through. Incredible. They were. Incredible. Incredible. Even better. I, I think. I think isn't it, it's something just, just to to note about League Two as well is they don't have playoffs. They have a three. Sorry. It's four teams, I think, isn't it? Four come down from League One and four go up from League Two. The top three in League Two go up, and then there's a playoff between fourth to seventh, I think. That's how it works. That little bit lower. So, but they went through as a third place. Incredible, incredible league, really. League Two. Um, Bob I had Rodrigo after he scored that late brace on Wednesday night. I don't think, like, I know Camavinga changed a bit when he got on, but. Rodrigo got the goals. Yeah, and he he scored two uh, against Best the Saturday before, like, well off the bench. So that, I want more that needs was to start. Unreal. They've been in every good like the best games of the year so far. They've been in every single one of them. Fair, fair. Yeah, no doubt. They, they, they never they never die, did they? Um, my player of the week was Luis Diaz, um, and I actually, to be fair, I, I kind of picked this before the game. Um, I just think his development over the last well since he joined Liverpool has been exceptional and I think we could be on the precipice of in two years time he's the best player in the league by extension you're automatically in the conversation the best player in the world um, I think Liverpool have done a really job of replacing Salah before he's even left um, I just think he's a phenomenal talent and obviously came up with a, with a with a goal to keep them in the title fight I've um, never heard you say that nice about so. Liverpool players like that and even then the coach is still not even a smile over there about Diaz <laughs> not even a um, smile I, I, no no I, I'd, be, I'd be fair enough like I will I will uh, credit where credit's due um, to be fair I think I just think he's a master I think uh, he doesn't quite feel like our player yet 
as a Liverpool fan because he it takes a while we, we've seen players come and go a lot like you think of think of he was the end of January too as well so he's four what four yeah, months he's only four in, months in the trackie do you know it's, it's still very early days yeah. but I just think you know we had you look at like, the likes of Rod, Maxi Rodriguez and people like that that come to Liverpool and got a hat trick here and a couple of goals there and then yeah and it might have stayed around two years of that but but it is, it, to be fair Diaz does seem like the real deal I think any club he would have gone to I know he was linked with three or four clubs in the Premiership but I think anyone he would have gone to probably he would have made a decent impact at I just think the, the style of play suits, Liverpool yeah, play yeah, yeah. Um, suits him and he, he was real noticeable in the game against Villarreal um, he had a big impact in the there. second half yeah just come in and just completely spread the play and then complete if you thought it was Sarah before though I'm just sorry just after looking up the screen I went to get myself set obviously before we sat down and um, and all that sort of stuff and it was it was 3-0 to uh, Man City over Newcastle and I've just realised it actually finished 5-0 so thanks Eddie Howe for nothing um, I hope you get sacked and um, you are going to get sacked to be fair and that you know Newcastle do better without you so thanks Jesus <laughs> okay um, if you had to pick one out of the three uh, I'm definitely I'm sticking with Rodrigo actually fuck that Rodrigo for me yeah. as well yeah yeah, I'll, I'll join you on that one. It was a great shout, to be fair. Um, I kind of focus on the weekend as opposed to the weekend as a whole. So, yeah, brilliant uh, shout. Okay, so next up, agree to disagree. Uh, we kind of brought for a little segment for you called Victim of Recency. And I suppose it's a, ser- a series of kind of trending takes at present. I'm just wondering, are they overreactions or are they? is there scope that they're actually legitimate opinions? So the first one, Playing in nicely with Rodrigo's player of the week is given the budget at his disposal and the lack of Champions League success, is Pep Guardiola one of the most overrated managers in history? And for reference, obviously he won it in 2008, 2009 with Barcelona, and then again 2011, 2012 with Barcelona, sorry, 2010, 2011 with Barcelona. But since then, he has not um, gone back and won the Champions League. Bearing in mind, even pre City, the year he took over Bayern Munich was on the back of a Champions League win. So is he potentially one of the more overrated managers? Given the sides yeah, he's managed, that Barcelona side would manage. I think it's themselves. completely fair to say. Like, uh, yeah, like I'm a big, you, you know yourselves, I'm a big Barcelona fan, uh, Le Mescun Grey Club, and um, I'm just I, when he was at Barca, I think, I think he had an incredible squad. Um, and he took over. He took them over in their prime. Um, similarly with Bayern, he had an incredible squad. Like he's never had to go into a club where he's had to do a bit of work in terms of actually putting things together, playing a bit of money ball or anything like that. He's never had to. Um, I would love to see him in that situation because that would, I think, tell really what type of coach. Because at the moment, for me, at the three clubs he's been at, he's just been a personality, and I think that shows in Amazon Prime and the the city. I can't remember what it was called, but. In that you can actually, it's he's a All I don't know, yeah, he's a big personality. He just and it's quite frustrating as well to an outsider, I think, because it seems like a show and like a put on kind of thing. And after games, you see, I think it was was it Greenish, one of his early games, and he walks out to the pitch after and he's kind of shouting and berating him right on the side of the pitch with body shapes and body language and all that sort of stuff. And he's done that a couple of times and they've lost games. And I'm not sure I buy into what I did in the early days, definitely. Um, at Barca, but. I think when he went to Germany people kind of forgot about him I think because we don't it's not kind of something we watch you know yeah it wasn't wasn't uh, the first bit of football was, yeah. three uh, semi-finals with Bayern like he, do you know and that Bayern team was good too but it's very hard competition to win I but the argument about the Bayern Munich thing for me is that side won the Champions League and then correct me if I'm wrong but on the back of winning that Champions League in which they beat Dortmund in the final they signed Lewandowski yes. so they won a Champions League and then signed the best in the second place team in Germany yeah. mm-hmm. and then they didn't make it back to a final bearing in mind um, I think then correct me if I'm wrong uh, then it was Real Madrid and then Real Madrid Barcelona and Real Madrid were the winners of the Champions League then the years he was at Bayern Munich and he did lose to those sides 
in the semi-finals those years so that's fair enough but at what point are we saying like the the budget they've had at City for them not to well how many how many Champions, Champions League leagues is the expectation that he should have right now when he took over like how many like what in in your head like what is a reasonable amount are you talking to I think I think the year that they last year I think they should have won that Champions League yeah and the the De Bruyne injury swung was such a big swing in that I know I don't, I don't it care it just seemed to be a very Bruyne, unlucky thing wasn't it the Bruyne for me as well the Bruyne for me is very overrated as well not in terms of like I can see his talent but he's never really had that big game that big game where he just takes over in a clutch moment i.e. the Gerrard game that type of it, yeah yeah like a Gerrard Istanbul he's never had that like I can see the technical ability I can see he's very good but he's a bit like maybe someone will touch on in the next one is it yeah is it more adept thing at City though City don't have for, for the amount of young talent they seem to acquire they don't have a lot of depth you look at their bench today that against Newcastle Cole Palmer Luke Mbede Tattoo Conrad Egan Riley um, Zach Stefan isn't a good second choice keeper okay you're not probably not going to bring a second choice keeper on but like you compare that to other benches like I know you can only, you can only make three subs or five in Europe whatever way you want to look at it but do you look at their bench against Real Madrid? It's like, worse again, isn't it? Bad players that came on. Fernandinho, Jack Grealish, Raheem Sterling, yeah. Nate Naki. They're, they're the fives that came Zinchenko. on. Am I correct? I think. Uh, Raheem Sterling, Jack Grealish, Fernandinho, Gundogan, and Zinchenko. They're five players that come on. Yeah, so they're losing the nucleus of 16 players effectively for the season. Okay, Kyle Walker, John Stones, right. Mendy has obviously had off the field issues. So yeah, probably twenty players. Say, is that is that good enough depth for it, for you know the level they're at? Let me let me ask this question: Is the depth as good as it is at Liverpool? This season, this, I'd this season, be- I would. I'd argue they're better depth. Than you Liverpool. think? Yeah, I think I think Liverpool are. are Liverpool have a lot of players that are like I'm sorry Workman, saying, like, like, I'm going to piss you off but they're like the United squad under Ferguson yeah. and they've, they've a lot of players that can slot in and but just their front their three job. their front three but, depth but, is phenomenal and then everyone else just seems to slot in around that doesn't it like you can bring on Diaz no, and Diaz looks like a world beater you know or then some weeks you're like oh look we don't have to start Jota or we have to start Jota this week or oh look we can rest Mane for three games yeah, but, but what what was Jota know, before he got d- d- yeah I know but like it, it works there take him out of that system I don't think he's the same player but look Liverpool Liverpool fans are quite frustrated with Jota at the moment because yeah he pops up with the goal but off the ball in the last couple of, he's been really poor He like if he's out of a game he, you're playing with 10 men he's that type of player like hmm. um, he's been frustrating for Liverpool Spanish Eddie and Ketia <laughs> but to be fair <laughs> Liverpool have I think because they, we, we spoke of this numerous times that American money they've bought bench players that fit like you said fit into slots that should be but like that's your Milner's he's gone in to do a job that you want them to do whereas City probably don't know what them four or five players do those Cole Palmers and you know, that, that type of thing whereas Liverpool have a, a bench they might bring one maybe two youngsters along the odd time the Tyler Mortons of the world get a run or whatever but the players that go on for Liverpool usually are going in to do a job to carry out whereas today I think it was um, um, Conrad Egan Riley came in to centre half, but he's very, very unproven. Like that could have, it could have backfired. Like against Madrid, like you know, very easy. Okay, City had the game in control and won. There were three up rather than two or whatever. But you probably wouldn't do that in the first or second third of the season. Hmm. But you know, I, we're I going off the point though. For me, should Pep yeah. should definitely be doing better with City if he's a, a you know yeah. a top class coach. He, I'm no, I've no doubt he was behind getting Grealish. Um, that's been a really poor signing for me. For Grealish and for City. That's got more long-term yeah, over um, it though, I think, does it The thing about Grealish... 
I don't know. See, here's the thing for me on Grealish, right? So, so Grealish got a lot of sl- flack for his performance against Real Madrid, which I thought was harsh mm. because Barr possibly the greatest, one of the greatest goal line clearances I've seen in recent years. He ended that game. Do you know what I mean? That it was mainly the mental challenge on the goal line. Yeah. 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 Barr that that game's put to bed. Like, the, I don't. There's there's no Rodrigo. There's no. He might score, but. It's it's not what it is, um. But I just don't think he's the type of player that can. There's very few players that can play that role, come in off the bench, and win a game. There is very few, and I I think he did well at Villa because he was playing week in week out, and I mm-hmm. think we've kind of seen it to a far lesser extent in Eddie and Kelly, and that he is in a bit of form because he is playing ninety minutes, whereas he's coming in for five ten minutes every week, every second week. It's very hard to hit the ground running so I don't know why you spend 100 million on a player like that that's only going to get 10-15 minutes at the end of a game would, Is that, would Pep I'm, I'm trying to think of just teams that you, you want to throw Pep in to see if he's a, a good enough coach and you're probably looking at your likes of your Tottenham's West Ham's one of them teams that's in the top 10 like you want to make them better to become a top 4 side like would Pep do it at those clubs I don't know I don't. I don't know if if he took over from Tommy Tuchel in the morning. I don't think they'd compete for the title. Top four, yeah, but that's what Tommy Tuchel's on. I don't think they compete. A for club the getting Pep is very much just trying to get money into the bank to attract players. Really, it's like look, Pep, look what he's won, look what he's done, whatever. It's the grand yeah. project, it's isn't it? Like it's that was always City's ambition is to be this global. You need, yeah, like well, you, you worked, need, so. like he's perfect to be the face of that because of the recency, the, the, the success he had, like coming through with Barcelona was that like superstar manager. You don't want anyone else other than that. It doesn't but fit the image for them going forward, really. Uh, hold on a minute, mate. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. That recency sex is lo- recency success is long gone. That Champions League, the last I Champions know, League with Barcelona, two thousand eleven, the is league titles kind of take him over. In the last decade, you know, with City, the City's success, obviously from 2010 onwards, really has been. Will you will you go through them now? Seven seasons at City in the Champions League. First year, last 16 yeah. lost to Monaco. Quarterfinal lost to Liverpool. It was the year Liverpool mm-hmm. lost to Madrid in the final. Quarterfinal lost to Spurs. That was the year Liverpool beat Spurs in the final. Quarterfinal loss to Leon, final loss to Chelsea, obviously, and then the semi-final loss to Real Madrid. Like, pfft. I think he should have. There should be more final, given the budget at City's disposal. And we also seem to forget, just because the last kind of three years, City have had a genuine challenge in Liverpool. But for the four years prior to that, City didn't really have a challenge for the title. Flip it on its head. Did any manager at Man City would they be doing as well as Pep? Does it matter that it's like, a good few like if you put Conte in there? Like yeah, honestly, if you put Conte, if you just gave Conte the, the wheels of the car tomorrow, like genuinely, like would would that sheet look similar? Well, look at would, who. Well, look, look, would it? Does it look similar or not? No, but li- listen to me for a second. Look at who Pep took over from. Pellegrini was doing the yeah. same job as Pep's done. Seven years later, Pellegrini was winning, was on the way to win a Premiership. And then they announced in February that Pep was going to take over for the next season. Like, like when Pep goes, who goes? Pellegrini's either? not a star name. No. One one name I think that goes in there that doesn't do a Pep thing is Mourinho, just because he's so flip. First year he'd win a Champions opposite. League Negative. with them. <laughs> <laughs> no well, that's it. very possible, yeah. <laughs> and that probably would be a nail in, in Pep's. If someone took over and in the first season they won a first season, first two seasons won the Champions League, that would be a huge dent in his legacy. As, you know, obviously we mentioned it's five now today. Has he as good as won the league now? I wouldn't give up hope. Big game um, Tuesday night though, yeah, Liverpool Villa. You would imagine Gerrard's going to bend over and take it, but you'd imagine you'd imagine Agent Stevie <laughs> will rest all his players. I don't think the challenge for the title is over though. I I, I genuinely don't. I thought Newcastle. Um, I, I just thought to be absolutely deflated today, and that Newcastle 
might just even even a draw result would have been huge for Liverpool. But you see, you see, had Liverpool, had Liverpool beaten Spurs last, they night, may have rolled over to. I don't think they. I think they got a bit of a lift, um, City from that. You look at the last three games. You got Wolves. You got West Ham. You got Villa. Tricky. The tr- the the quality sides. The only fear I would have is their sides. Would yeah, West play. Ham have lost their their You'd vibe like now. To see them after their uh, their midweek. Yeah. Do it. If it was to come down to that last game of the season with Agent Stevie, Liverpool do need to rack up a couple of goals in the next two games because are they level goal difference now after today? If not, City better? Uh, I think I would imagine they are. I think there's only two or three in it before today's game, so I'd say City are better off. So yeah, there's four. four. So Liverpool four need to rack up a couple. Liverpool have, cons- Liverpool have conceded. Two more and see if scored two. Yeah, it's a four. It's a four goal swing. Yeah, Liverpool need to, to net a few over the next two games. And then and then Liverpool also have other distractions. Yeah. yeah. Is my is my fear. Um but look. I'll leave it there. A little NBA one and then a small NFL one and then we'll, we'll move on. Um some my next one's quite topical as well is is James Harden done I suppose for reference I just done up for you for you guys I just done up kind of some figures so obviously his MVP season in 2017 he was averaging 30.4 points a game 3 point percentage of 37% the following season he was 36.1 points per game he'd lowered down in 3 point percentage and then his final season in Houston age 30 he was 34.3 points per game and was shooting 35% from beyond the arc 2021 with Brooklyn Nets at age 31 his points per game was 24.6 and look he had a high 3 point percentage but he probably in terms of actual total shots probably a lot lower 36% and then this season with Philadelphia he's averaging just 22 points per game so I'm just wondering is James Harden done or has it just been two bad years oh he's definitely done look he's done being a, a 30 like 30 point over a season I think that James Harden has sailed but like you'd still look if you can get 22 a night from James Harden and that's where his ceiling now is he's obviously not your number one lad anymore but he still has there is a certain amount of value there I I think but for him being leading the league like if you want to look at the league leaders for, for a season those days when he had 36 31 points a game I think that's that ship has sailed but can you afford him on his salary to be a second man I think there's rumours swirling that James Harden is re uh, re re-evaluating taking a lower deal at the minute okay okay because he's probably the reason why Miami will make a decent conference point do you do you think like he's ever going to threaten that 30 that 30 get 30 points <sighs> I don't know like it, like it could literally just for me it's it's only two bad seasons and there, there were two horrible situations they go to Brooklyn which has proved to be an absolute mess and then in the middle of the season to go to Philly obviously this season um he just kind of seemed like he fell out of love with basketball as well he's not really been in shape I think if he we got his mind back on basketball and hit the ground running. I think maybe he could. Um, I know obviously the coach isn't a huge fan of James Harden, but I do think there's a lot of talent there. Still, look. The, what are we gonna say? I think it's gonna be much much harder for him now. As you get older, trying to get back to that match fitness, it, it's get it gets harder because just just natural. Like what next year's gonna be? What is he? Thirty three next year. He'd be daydreaming. And year, then yeah. you've got that crippling weight gain that he's got as well. Um, I think he might he, he might need not, to go on the on the Aya Torre um, or the Colo Torre's wife's pills. Um, <laughs> the only thing is he is involved in the sport in which if you want the weight loss can come very quickly. Like it's not like he's a darts player. Yeah. You'd want to get to more strip clubs. Just for context with the 22 points a game, right? There is only 23 players in the league that average over 20 points a game this year. Do, 
That is. Do you know what I mean? Fair, like but he's, that number. That that numbers. That numbers a lot lower when you. Yeah, but if you just take like if you just take that. 2020 because look like Clay Thompson is on that list as well so essentially 22 players you know what I mean because Clay Thompson hasn't played that many games so like in essence the, like you're t- looking at maybe 25 it could be 30 uh, 30 30 players on a good year that are certified 20 point players a night you know what I mean whether they're on and then you look at the, some of the teams like they're playing on are awful and a lot of them can be garbage points and stuff like that as well so if you just take it in essence like Harden does clearly have some value just not nearly as your number one anymore fair fair I just yeah I just think he needs to get back those numbers because I just I just don't I don't see I know you're saying just chat he might renegotiate his contract I don't see him doing that he's proven time and time again he is quite a selfish individual happy um the battering of Harden continues, but uh, I wouldn't shock me because a lot of NBA I, players do. I'm on the fence. Do I'm have resurgence? Like, look at the level Chris Paul is playing at his age now. Model pro, but Chris, you know, it's it's like how much does he want to be that player again as well? I think I think his own mm. kind of desire seems to be a bit wanted. Look, we parked that one. And the last one, I'm kind of thinking a quick one, but look, we'll see how it goes. So I suppose no one is screaming for Baker. Is his time in the league as a starter all but done? No, I think he'll start somewhere. Where? I don't. I, Where? I didn't, I didn't Where? say necessarily this year. I think... Well, Seattle, Seattle don't have a quarterback and they... like. Well, like yeah, I think, he'll, I think he'll get spot started games somewhere down the line, but... I think I think someone goes out and gets Kaepernick ahead of Baker. Ah, stop! I'm telling Don't you, be silly. Uh, no, I'm no, telling no, no, you, stop! stop. Look, Kaepernick hasn't thrown a ball in five years. <laughs> the ba- actually, he obviously <laughs> watched his Netflix show and he's in his brain now at the moment. I haven't. I've never seen it. But Bottom Feeder, you've never actually heard. Oh, uh, don't. You've never heard Bottom Feeder don't. when I when I landed off a uh, off a ship. Loads of people on it. <laughs> rock in. Loads of people on this ship. It was like pirates that have. Fucking Caribbean. Oh, Johnny Depp is vague. We, were you in the Caribbean? We were in the Caribbean, right? We get off and uh, it was lashing, lashing rain, right? And I had a little bit of weight on me. Um, <laughs> Where is he going? A little bit of weight and a bit of a tan. You'd have been that James Harden going. I had a bit of that James Harden love on the strip clubs in the Caribbean. I might have been wearing a baseball cap. And uh, it was actually, in, I, think, I think it was it was Nassau, the Bahamas. Baker! Baker! It's Turner, what is going on? <laughs> Someone was shouting at me, saying, asking, was I Baker Mayfield? Um, it was a taxi man, so. But uh, it was I wasn't. I wasn't Baker Mayfield. You got confused. So if you're roaming the streets of deepest dark South Dublin and you come across a Baker Mayfield, a five nine version of Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I've lost a bit of weight now, so I'm not as big as him, but. But in the face. In the face. If, he's wearing the baggy, face. if you're wearing baggy clothes. Winter, though, winter, by winter, by winter snow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've probably, I've probably, I've probably got a bit more grey hair than Baker, but yeah. I, I think he's done. To get back to the point. But what, I, like, he, like, like when you say dumb, that this is just as a starter. Okay, no, but forever. Let's just say because there's been. You don't think he ever starts mm-hmm. another game in the NFL again? Too small. Too small. Not leg like enough. The only small quarterbacks that work in the NFL. Athletic quarterbacks. Is he as athletic as Russell Drew Brees no. made it work Is before he, he retired, to be fair to him. Game's gone from that though. Yeah. I Tom Brady's the last Tom Brady's six foot four man. Tom Brady's a big man. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's Tom not Brady's very a athletic. big man. Yeah. Fair, 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 different point, yeah. No, but I, I just think he's too small. I still I think he does make he a good ass. He the makes good commercials though, to be fair. He's in a lot of them. I think he knows what's coming. Yeah. Make hay while the sun yeah, shines, they say. He'd be a college legend. He'll get a he'll get a job on him and team TV. Fucking tantalizing, wouldn't it? <laughs> he actually would be a make a good TV personality. Actually, I know that you say it. Yeah. Um, just on that though, with, with the quarterbacks, what we've seen it loads of times where people do drop away and they're never to be seen again. Where do they go? TV. They sell life insurance. A lot of them sell life insurance. That's incredible, isn't it? Is that like the equivalent of our GAA players? 
going to a bank going it, it seems to be it's 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 i think it's kind of i don't know if it's still a thing but it kind of it was definitely a joke um that a lot of them sell life insurance because a lot of companies love to say hello baker mayfield daytime life insurance <laughs> and they're like oh my god is this is this is this baker mayfield that used to play for my oklahoma sooners and, and they're they've like, already yeah. signed their fucking life away and they've already sold them like listen joanne for just a monthly payment of $40.99 <laughs> every month until the day you die your family can rest assured that your funeral will be taken care of you, you've got me Baker and how about I throw in some tickets for the kids and that's still done Baker so if you're listening so the ball out. bags uh, recruitment agency starts Monday um, yeah. give us a call I don't think you'd have the same success ringing from Irish life I'm just <laughs> just saying well how are you Baker here <laughs> how long will it take him to adapt yeah yeah I don't think it'll work now um, I don't think there's many people in that loan but buy life insurance off Baker Mayfield but look um, we digress look that, that was my kind of quick segment I suppose victims of recency I think next up I think is the bottom Peter Atley who has some NBA chat my screen has frozen here. One second now. If you want, I can read the questions out. I, I know, I read them myself. Never trust another man, huh? First question. Denver Nuggets should blow it ah, up. And don't do that to me. <laughs> ah, here we go. Right, so... Look, I've done one from each series, uh, and I just, yeah, like some of them, I know myself, some of them are generalised, like I've grabbed grabbed onto something and I'm just going to, for dear life, not let go of it. So we'll go with the first one. Look, the Warriors dropped 142 points in a playoff game, which was, that's the, that's the worrying Warriors that you don't want to see, isn't it, when like their entire starting five are clicking really, really badly. But that series is a little bit... It just seems to have a bit of a nasty edge to it. Not the same kind of nasty edge Boston and Milwaukee have. It's because of Dylan, it's cause of Dylan, Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks and, and the flagrant has really set it off. And obviously Jordan Poole, whether people want to call it intentional or not, uh, obviously was in an altercation with John Morant, um, who left the floor. So... Look, are the Grizzlies losing their focus and preventing themselves from playing their best basketball by buying into this? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill nasty kind of bite that they're going that this seems to be the edge they're going with is it the right one potentially um, but potentially for me they're a young roster in their first playoff run their emotions are going to be all over the place and it's not like the Phoenix Suns who went through that first big playoff run with Chris Paul in the change room they don't have that kind of experienced figurehead to kind of, I I think this goes to at least six games. Yeah, I I I I think like the series ha- like I think the series will last, but regardless of it lasting or not, I I don't think the Grizz. I actually just don't think the Grizzlies are putting themselves in their best position. Instead of just getting out there and firing on all cylinders and just leaving the shit behind them, like. This is their. I know it's mm. their first year at, but at some point in this series or maybe the next series, as we get to it, they're going to have to shed the shit and play their best ball. I think they need to just start that from the next mm. game. Mm. Fair. Um, yeah. Look, it's it's easier said than done when you're twenty twenty one. You follow testosterone and you're getting like two days between a game like it, it is kind of a bit more yeah. difficult um, it's also a nice little twist to this tale as well is that like this Warriors when they were coming on the up they had to overcome a potentially more experienced 
um, Memphis Grizzlies and put them mm-hmm. to the sword. So there's all the kind of fairy tales and parallels there. Now I don't think you'd put this Golden State Warriors side to the to the sword. They've still got plenty of juice in the tank. But yeah, I think of all the teams you want to be playing this game with, the Warriors team that can go out and put 142 on you is not the one that you want to be. Yeah. Uh, so the next one then is stick to Western Conference. So the emergence of Jalen Brunson, who we've talked about before, um, especially in the playoffs, has has given Dallas an opportunity to even up the series against the Suns, but more importantly has alleviated the insurmountable amount of pressure that Luca has of basically doing everything for them. Um, is a lower usage rate for Luca key to Dallas going further in the playoffs? No. no. You think more. You think more. No, more. You. I think as it is, like, like, would you? Would you tell Michael Jordan? Here, look, you're actually using the ball too much. Don't use. You, d- you don't take what makes your best player away from your best player. No, but just from you know, just from a balance point of view, I'm just curious whether you think that if Jalen Brunson is obviously able to keep delivering a certain threshold of points you know per night and it just takes the pressure like if Luca's usage like is obviously very high but there is nights where it's stupidly high as well and and if he has a, a decent run of mate in him but, does it just take but the one thing you'd say about Luca is those nights where the usage is ridiculously, ridiculously high are usually ridiculously high scoring it's not like he's just someone to keep shooting if he's not hitting a shot do you know what I mean? Like I think, I think, in principle that's great, but it's a very much X's and O's versus Jimmy's and Joes kind of take. And that, like analytically, that makes sense. But I think based on the personnel on that Mav side, I think you have to write. So, and as we discussed last week, when the usage just gets too high from, he will change his game. He's intellectual enough to change his game. He has the skill set to change his game mm-hmm. as he gets older. And be that more of a maestro, as such. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I don't think you look to curtail Lucas. I don't want to curtail him at all. Jim I'm Brunson just curious whether you thought that. Uh, like, I don't think anyone expected Jalen Brunson to fall into the laps of Mavericks and be like, "Oh, look, we might actually have guy number two here." All of a sudden, do you know what I mean? It's he was a he was a yeah. low round draft pick. Or is he Jamal Murray? You know, so I'm... Yeah, exactly. Jamal Murray in the sun. So, I personally think it's it's good for Luca to have that player there so that, look, if you don't necessarily want to go absolute Hercules for the entire game, but then you have the energy to actually go fucking Hercules at the end of games because he's after giving you a dig out, I think it's a good thing. But... Mm. Yeah, he just loves the ball in his hands... Yeah. So like your question is like is that key to having low You don't think don't so. Think That's okay. No. Yeah. Coach? Yeah, he goes no I don't even know if he knows the questions coming up to see. <laughs> yeah. Right, next. I don't know the questions. Next one. On. Let me just I'm just, I'm, just I'm worried about my battery on my laptop. That's all. For the audio listener, the coach has has a big sour puss on him all episode. When no. he's sad, I feel sad. <laughs> Because a couple of things right. happened this weekend, as I explained, the, the Liverpool Spurs thing, and then also um, last night the uh, the beloved Celtics playing on on what should we call Irish television? I was going to call it something else. Um, so that that you know the referee was effectively wearing um, Giannis jersey, and um, then today obviously. Eddie Howe let me down so yeah go on hit ah, me up go Eddie, on. Howe one, just, Eddie Howe one's a strike just twist the knife okay, okay let's twist the knife here this one is for you of course uh, so look I I think the winner of Milwaukee and the Celtics will win the title this year um, I agree so unlike the Grizzlies Warriors series this one seems to be just a pure defensive throwback something that you only get like in the 90s and it is living up to that but Boston haven't really shot the ball well uh, 
they haven't shot the ball well but yet they're still in these games they, obviously like we had this conversation last night that they were done at the end of the third quarter no, the Sasquatch the Sasquatch yeah had okay that so me and the Sasquatch who won yeah, yeah, who won let me finish <laughs> so we had this question that they were done uh, that night I said it was done last night. I didn't say the series is over. I said he said game. the game was done, oh, and yeah. I said that Show him I didn't. With thirteen points in a in the modern NBA, thirteen points is just not a lot anymore. You kind of if you used to think thirteen points was a lot, now twenty three points is a lot essentially. So if the if the look if the Celtics can sort out their unreliable scoring because it is it is as unreliable as it's going to get. Is this even going to be a series anymore? Or will they just romp this home? I, well, I don't. Know. I don't know if you want to let the coach. No, I'll have his book. Go on, whoever. No, but I was going to say, like, I think that's incredibly disrespectful to what Milwaukee is as the reigning NBA champions. I think this game is going to seven games, no matter what. And just your your point about whoever wins this wins the the NBA series. I'm not so sure because. The winner of this is going to have to probably play Miami. And the winner, whoever comes out of this after Game 7, is going to be bruised and battered and wrecked. And do you think Miami Heat is going to, is going to play nice and soft? Let's play some small <laughs> ball? No. That's going to be another grueling challenge. And then you're likely coming up against the Phoenix Suns, who can play ball and are quietly going about their business. So I think it is the series of the conference semifinals. It's the best series on at the minute. Um closely followed by the Grizzlies and the Warriors but that could that could potentially take off that score worried me last night but I think this is very much in the balance I think very much in I the think balance the key the is I think out Milwaukee on Boston is it Wednesday night no it's Monday night this week is it Monday then Wednesday need to because uh, Milwaukee yeah, yeah I don't think they can go back to, to Boston game 5 3-1 down three one. Lose. I think they got 3-1 down it, what is that? And then come back to win. I don't. I, I heard it that as well. I've no idea. I've never heard it before. But I think the Celtics. Uh, I think the Celtics lose the next game three one down and come back to win four three. I think, I think we, we have lost, lost the coach. In a, in a fit. Of, His frozen uh, face looks very funny though, doesn't it? He should snap that. <laughs> And, I, and you know, and it's really unfortunate because I know he's going to make a brilliant point. <laughs> it'll actually show up in the but audio, though. I suppose because <laughs> it'll be all recorded on Audacity, so we'll find out later but on. It'll just be like him call. He'll be calling yeah. us profanities, I'd, I'd imagine. Um, but for me, um, yeah, look, this is a bruising series, and I don't think you can decide it. You can call a game going into the fourth quarter if you want. Um, and eventually proven right you can I just think um, I do think Boston Boston really needs to sort out the unreliable score it just I heard everything you said is weak weak individuals <laughs> how are we weak back? it's 3-1 it's going to go 3-1 books it's going to go 3-1 books and Celtics win 4-3 he's called it look I, I like the fact that he just came back midstream there and just called it yeah fair enough I'm not arguing with him fair enough if, fair enough if, but let me tell you, let me tell you one thing. There was nothing wrong with the officiating last no, night. No, there's been nothing wrong with the officiating. And that, like they've let, they've let those it, boys get after it and they've been... And that and, and your call about Mark is smart. He started the shooting, shooting motion after losing the ball. Give over. And he flopped. He, he, he was, he, so there was nothing wrong with that call. <laughs> he felt contact. Nothing. What? He felt contact. He got a little bit of contact Twitch and he flopped Twitch like a dead fly. fish. Oh, I don't know where the line I was. Uh, it's going to be a great series, though. Um, if you have if you have the capacity, stick all the remaining games on record because it's going to ratchet up a notch. They're going to be late, late nights, I think, as well. There's going to be a lot of stoppages in them. That's why it's out recording. Yeah, yeah. There's not e- there's not even Stick one suited on to our audience. The next two are half twelve Tuesday, half twelve. That's so that's Monday night here. Tonight, tonight, yeah, the so. half. There's a game on a half eight this evening, so that might be the closest one. Yeah, this podcast is going at Wednesday, so like, there's no. Yeah, this is actually really, really poor. So if you're listening, it's it's now two two. Oh. Last last one. <laughs> that's, Jesus, that's he's brave. so mad, that's isn't brave. he? So look, Celtics win four three. I don't know where it goes. Celtics win four. Embiid finally returned in game three, <laughs> uh, and obviously, 
I thought they would go 3 0 down when Embiid got back. I just didn't think that it was going to go their favour. But look, he came back last night, they managed to win the game. Miami were absolutely putrid. Uh, will the lift of Embiid return and give the Sixers a chance to get to six or seven games, or is Gentleman Sweep still happening? I think a Gentleman Sweep is still on. Yeah. Um, the more I watch Embiid, the more I think he's just a very, very, very good two. I just think he's a baby. I'd like fucking soft. He's, that, he's, uh, oh, my, my, oh, he's the Cameroonian Anthony Davis. Bone. Get on the fucking floor, you fucking whelp. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I, I tell you, they'd have a great chance of that so. 36 and 8 James Harden was floating around as well. So, <laughs> nah, man, Embiid is soft. And, and I have a personal gripe against Embiid as well. Like, I'm, my points are done now. But, like, just to say, like, he was whinging about, like, I deserve the MVP. No, you don't. Fuck off. Like,. It's just not like he's always going to get hurt in these key moments. Right. I think, and it's always going to f- hang over series for as long as he plays because he's soft. Yeah. Imagine, imagine the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers had the audacity with uh, John and Beat and Ben Simmons tell us to trust the process. I tell you one thing: the process of the two if boys. That's retiring. the ceiling of that fucking Phillies team. I think they're going back to some sort of process fucking soon because they might have to blow that up. Like that, there is no kind of. You look at that Philly team now as it's constructed. Like there isn't a whole lot like that you're going to be able to do. Like because if you do, if you try and move, um, Tobias Harris, like that's some salary to be moving. For what you're actually getting, and then obviously Harden is. Look, we'll see what happens with Harden in the summer. You know, like that that team could really be at its its apex now, and it just it it just get no threat out of it. Like yeah, so fuck them. Yeah, fair. How much uh, is Simmons on? Yeah, uh, too much. Not enough to fix his back, apparently. <sighs> yeah. Would you um, be bad if you were with Maya Jama? Me. I hope for the money he's on. He's also soft. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, speaking of softness, coach. Okay, so a little bit of a swing, a little bit of a swing. See some moment. This week's, this week's um, coach supplement is redeveloped and reconstructed, and now called Hot or Not. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, coming into the summer once this is brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Calypsos. We've obviously lived with um you know, the with with um, in regards to the the European Champions Cup and the rugby, we've obviously had our two legs and then we've had our semi finals. Obviously Munster yesterday got to uh, incredible scenes, obviously. We all would have liked to see Munster go through. But um our Munster on a hot streak or a not streak things have changed obviously since the announcement of who's taken over and to join the coach and stuff so I just want to get to the bottom of it we think they're on a hot streak or a not streak I just think and we did touch on it Graham Roundtree understands what Monster is and I don't think Johan van Graham ever did and as soon as it was announced there was obviously that famous video that went viral during the rounds where like Johan Graham is standing there with his clipboard in the dressing room and it's Graham Rowntree giving the speech and running the players up and they've played good rugby since that's been announced so obviously it's it's all but in principle that Graham Rowntree is the head coach so I just think he has the potential to guide Munster back to kind of where they should be and then I just don't know if he's the man to take them back to the promised land which is winning Champions Cups on the regular yeah who, who, do they ever get back to that point though I know we briefly spoke about it before but do they get back to that they point they were very close yesterday yeah I think it, inevitably they were close yesterday but they would have got hammered they would have got hammered when I think inevitably it's inevitable the Munster do it could be two years it could be ten years but I think it's inevitable they do um, because of what Munster rugby me- means to the people of Munster 
Hmm. Bottom feeder? Yeah, I think. Well, look, yesterday showed like they, they could. They're there, thereabouts. Like you're talking when you get into these. Like obviously, we don't see a penalty shootout in rugby very often. Uh, it's been differently formatted as well, hasn't it? Since the one that we last seen, like, when was was that Leicester's game? Leicester, yeah, I think that was like pretty much sudden death, and it went down to like. And are you fan? Are you are you fan bottom feeder of the of the? Yeah, eight, I actually like I like it's not not that we don't see it often, yeah. but the new format obviously makes it a little bit more of a challenge. I don't look in fairness if you're down to sudden death, like, and you have to put a poor prop on to kick a ball in sudden death. I just find it it's a bit shit to be putting them into that situation. So that they've opted for three players to kick your goals, and all of them. Drag good goal kicker. So I don't know if you're a fan, uh, but I I actually thought it was okay. I would. I look. I'm not a fan of it, but I'd make one change to avoid us getting there. So the minute you went to extra time, it's golden point. How would you? Who kicks off? NFL <laughs> overtime rules are coming, baby. I don't like the NFL. I don't like that because there's two sides to a ball there's the attack and there's the defence and I think sometimes we underappreciate defence in favour of a more of a spectacle but good defence is its place in any sport okay no problem defence wins championships (laughs) (laughs) moving on Canelo last night lost um, against Fivol is he on a, a hot streak or a not streak is this you you can obviously lose but still be on a hot streak and I think but is, is this Canelo is this the beginning of his downfall um, I don't know um, he, uh, when is the last time he lost uh, was it to Money Mayweather I think so yeah which is how long ago 10 years ago yeah, would it be that long ago maybe with Covid still possibly yeah um, Covid was actually 8 years that's how, how long it felt <laughs> so a not streak percent. Surely the, the fights turn around. There's got to be something in the middle. It's got to be something in the middle. No, there's not. There's got to be something in the middle. No, this is will my you, game and it's hot or not. <laughs> What's not? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like too early to, to speak. Like it's boxing. Anyone can have a freak loss. Um, I haven't seen the fight either, which very unprofessional of me. I know, but uh, yeah, I don't know. He surely though that it's it's done again within the year. Oh, yeah, so I think he I think he wins the second bout. It's like the Anthony Joshua incident, doesn't it? Bit of a difference in the caliber of fire. Yeah, I I don't think Canelo would lose that fight. Again. Both ends, both the winner and the loser yeah. in that fight. Canelo, and I, do you know what? I spent about an hour looking at that Canelo knockout of Mirkan just makes that feel better because I'm a big fan of him. So I think I think he'd be all right. Uh, going forward yeah yeah very good very good and um, it's a tough one this because it's not like anyone um, probably enjoys seeing it actually do you know what it, it does it, it tickles me a little bit actually Rangers Europa League final um, I'm not going to say are you on a hot streak but is it hot or not as an occasion is it good to see Rangers in another European oh. final why it's fucking Rangers I see you. You missed this. There was a previous production. There was a pre- there was a previous there was a previous there was a previous production um, on the network. And the coach, this is a circle of time. A certain scouser was over the Rangers, and the coach would pretty much would bring his sash on on a weekly basis. Be like, right lads, let me tell you, Rangers winning the SPL is the best thing that could ever happen for the world of football. And here's why. Uh, someone had said that to and me. Done. It happened. In, uh, <laughs> someone said that to me in a pub, like a few, like just a couple of months ago. I was like, "Oh yeah, I actually, I actually quite like watching Rangers just because I, I gave them my backing yeah. because of Stephen Gerrard." And I was like, "I'm my fuck by a new point." I think, I think there's, <laughs> like, a, there's, there's a thing I'm here, right? <laughs> where look, where let's not let's 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 not pull all our balaclavas to finish out the podcast. <laughs> like, but there is a, a thing here in that. I think sometimes as as Irish sports fans we get drawn into it that like oh it's great to see the British clubs do well and I I disagree with that to an extent 
because your side should do well. Like I think there was a there's a lot in the press about people not rooting for City to go through. It's like that's grand if you're British, but we're not. Yeah, I know but Madrid all the way. Like I was delighted to see Madrid trashing yeah. City. Like, so I don't like Rangers. <laughs> so I don't. I'm not cheering for them. In the same way, I don't like Spurs. I wouldn't be cheering for Spurs against Liverpool in the Champions League final, which I did not. I cheered for Liverpool, and I didn't cheer for Spurs last night either. FYI. Yeah, there's a certain hatred so, you're allowed yes. to have for clubs, I think, and it, it it makes you a worse person, but it makes you a better person at the same time. It's I wouldn't say it's hatred because if they win it, it's not going to ruin my week. If Spurs win something, it will it will generally ruin my week. Um, but I just I don't I don't care. And I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna watch it. I probably wouldn't have watched it if West Ham got there too. To be fair, I haven't watched any of the Europa League games. I don't think apart yeah. apart from the Rangers ones. I actually watched a conference. My first game outside the Champions League I watched was the European Conference because I wanted to see how Saliba did against Feyenoord during the week. He did not do well. Um, moving on. Um, World Snooker Chiefs are in talks with the architects of the Etihad Stadium over a plan to build a new 3,000-seater venue next to the Crucible in Sheffield, which would host uh, share hosting of the matches in the Crucible. Um, no, question number one, did you watch any of it, of the World Snooker Championships last week or over the last two weeks? And number two, um, number two, uh, is Snooker in a hot or not place? I'll answer you. With a simple same, I was driving along in the car over the weekend, and an advert advertisement came on the radio oh, for insuremyvan.ie. Read 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 aloud only by none other than Ken Doherty. Um, snooker is in a very bad place. Friend, friend of the show, <laughs> that, by the way. Friend of the show. That 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 friend of the show has been been vilified and being dehumanized by reading out insuremyvan.ie adverts. He should be able to retire. I'm just gonna add Given a note. I'm gonna add a note here because Ken Doherty and Stephen Hendry um, have been added as wild cards for the next two years of the World Snooker Championships. Now, obviously, it, it's kind of a, a they're kind of reaching out to maybe an audience that they possibly have, would have lost over maybe the last 30, 40 years to try and crawl them back. Obviously, trying to open crawl back sort of market as well. Being one from Scotland and one from the darling of Dublin, Ken Doherty. Um, but yeah, they're obviously trying to crawl a little bit back um, of, of a crowd they may have lost. However, one thing that really perked my interests, and I didn't notice until after the final, Ronnie O'Sullivan actually wore a microphone for the whole two weeks and had a, a recording team follow him for the whole two weeks, and he's actually selling it uh, to the highest bidder. Um, obviously, it's probably going to be Netflix or Amazon or whatever, but... No, it's going to be Eurosport. <laughs> it free sports. Be, it could be a good That's watch. free sports channel. That's part of Premier Sports. It could be a very good watch. I met Ronnie once in his heyday when he was a, a party animal um, on the pint. Um, <laughs> he met you, mate. You were a party he animal. Was, well. He was like, yeah, Baker, yeah, is yeah. that you? <laughs> Here's the time very Baker and Ronnie are on the pints in the Caribbean. Um, no, I think Snooker is just... It's it's not a great watch, and it was very lucky how it got its rise. It actually got its rise because of the invention of color television. Correct, and that's why people started watching it, and it built the following. Then it was kind of like you watch the snooker, you watch Wimbledon, you watch the Grand National, and as soon as we got access to whatever sport we wanted, we realized, Do you know what? It's not that great. This maybe isn't exciting enough, and I don't think it will ever get back to what was its heyday in the. 80s and early 90s hey look maybe the Hearns inject some life into it and we're seeing 90,000 um, attended games in Wembley under a canopy. do they not seem a little bit just yeah, stuck in their ways though like did they refuse to even change like, like even the stuff they wear they is awful different formats looking and stuff. like I mean they, ha- they have tried different formats and the stuff they wear has been it's 2022 altered like, over the years it's not 90 there's no um, atmosphere there's no mm-hmm. atmosphere there's no atmosphere that's a huge thing. That's why darts has done so well. It's a great night out. Yeah, and I hate darts. I've never been, but I'd go to a snooker but game ahead of darts. Though. I no way. Yeah, no. and it's quiet. It's the snooker's it's quiet. Like I want to be. I want to be able to. Like I want to be rowdy at that. Like I want to be a rowdy at that night. Attend. If it's not rowdy, I don't want to be going. No one Fuck off. Moving on, Boris Becker <laughs> is obviously hot, hot, hot property for. Um, it's not for the <laughs> <FBI> <laughs> <anymore>. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I just want to know. He's obviously he's been complaining apparently about his first couple of days with the standard of um, foods and the noise levels at HMP ones where it begins a two and a half year sentence. I just <laughs> does, does Boris deserve uh, what what he's got? No. Yes. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. Good lord. Oh. Jesus Christ. That's like saying Gary Gacy's not happy for getting the injection. Yeah, well, you deserved it, mate. Do you know what I mean? Okay, we're John there. Gacy. Nearly there, nearly there. Manchester United and Liverpool have joined forces to charter a jumbo jet to fly their squads out to Thailand for pre-season friendly match on July 12th, which is expected to be Eric Ten Hag's first game in charge of Old Trafford Club. Surely this is the most not thing ever. We had it again on a... On a on a, an, an open platform that we had on the, on this network, we had a big, big debate one evening for probably over an hour on the players hugging each other after the after a derby. Surely this is wrong. How fucking stuck are they to be hiring a jumbo jet between them? Like it's concerning. Like why? Uh, maybe maybe they're concerned about the environment. Well, they'd want to be cons- they'd want to be stop caring about the environment. Like two fucking single jumbo jets, wouldn't they? I'm not a fan of that at all. Yeah, no, it's 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 not a good look. But I think, as the old fella says, game's gone. Game's been gone a while. I don't. Uh, Liverpool will refuse. Liverpool will refuse. It's probably Everton that are flying out with United. You say that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like, it's, like there's, it's not a rivalry anymore. And I'm sorry to say it, but I'm pretty cool. Uh, I've football. checked out. I'm not Liverpool even United is checked out. I've is not a rivalry and out. hasn't been a rivalry. No matter what Sky Sports pay you with the big fancy commercial. It hasn't been a rivalry for a while. Soon. So, thank you. Um, and then lastly from me, um, seeing as you wanted to throw in the little Celtics question, um, Alex Ferguson, hot or not? Because I feel he's very, very cold. He needs to get out of Manchester United because he's corrupting every person's mind in there. He needs to get as far out of there as possible. Let the, let the stadium crumble I, behind him. I don't think it's just Alex Ferguson. I think it's the entire squad. Squad, like, just, I think there's too many Man United pundits. Yes, I agree. And I think their opinion weighs too highly. And this has happened across the sports world in various different like sports. Ask a Brisbane Broncos fan. They're like, they were like Man United in the early nineties, and those players are still quizzed and interviewed every time they have a new manager. It's like, mate, you're fifty. You retired twenty years ago. Yeah, you, you don't, don't want to have a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The reason it perks my interest is because the Sunday Mirror led with a story this morning. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo has held regular private meetings with Alex Ferguson to talk about his Manchester United future. They're the wrong two people to be talking about anything to do with Manchester United's future. This is how United got to where they are. Yeah. Bottom feeder? No comment. <laughs> no, it, look, Ten look. Hag and Ronaldo. If it was Ten Hag and Ronaldo, you'd be like, okay, fair enough. I assume he's already had conversations with Ten Hag as well. I don't know if that's fact. I can assume, like, assume, like, when Ten Hag got the job, you know, he's, he's your best, like, Ronaldo. Um, you know what I mean? I, he probably. I think in the days in the days of WhatsApp, I'd say the conversation happened before Ten Hag. Yeah, but look, I, at some at some point, the conversation has probably been had. Um, and I think, to be honest, look. Fergie and Ronaldo have this real weird he's my Portuguese son father son relationship going on there I think those conversations are probably sentimental more than nothing I hope I hope the hold of no weight to how the club is actually fucking run because that would be wrong makes you wonder like do Aberdeen ask Alex Ferguson before they sign a player no they ask Darren do you know like but like so, Alex, so Alex is a, is an Aberdeen managing legend. Do you know what I mean? It would be look. It is concerning because oh, mean things would never change, really. Liverpool don't ask Kenny that leash when they got signed. No, they gave him a job for a while though. That's because <laughs> Kenny had a second stint. <laughs> they did. They did one better. They gave him a job. But it. <laughs> they but they they do ask Kenny for his opinions on potentially racist statements from the players on the pitch. We'll all, we'll all wear a t-shirt outside supporting him. <laughs> after he's been there's only one dollar leash I'm yeah. interested in it's not Kenny anyways so <laughs> I'll tell you what which which player ended up with a better career <laughs> you know what I mean probably have to edit that fuck <laughs> 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 
Anyway, have you seen this in partnership with USA Sports? This weekend, we've actually gone for the UFC last night, the knockout of Tony Ferguson by Chandler. Um, picture's probably better, but the video's just as good. Um, he looks like a young fella after getting his first bag of pills at Electric Picnic. <laughs> That's still Chandler's foot looks like it's burning. in an awkward spot as well, He's doesn't burning. it? Chandler's <laughs> But is made in contact with uh, Tony Ferguson's chin and also brushing his eyebrows. It just looks like when he catches him, um, I was like, Jesus, Chandra's bro. foot, like, like, how is that not broken as well? Just the way... <laughs> nasty, nasty stuff. Um, but yeah, that's all for me. It's all for me. That is all for me. We will see you three more times before the end of the season, so thank you and good night. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.